0: Your Digestion from Beginning to End This is Dr. Whiting and one of the biggest questions that we get as nutritionists is about the digestion. More people seem to have trouble with their digestion, uh, especially as they grow older than almost any other issue. Today I want to talk about your digestive system and how it actually works. So let us begin at the beginning which is in your mouth. When you take food into your mouth and you chew it, it mixes with the saliva. Saliva contains uh, a substance called Tylen. And Tylen, when mixed with food, begins to slowly break down uh, that food. And its purpose is to not only make the food particles smaller, but to prepare them for further digestion in the stomach. At that point, you swallow the food and it enters the stomach. The stomach is a highly acidic organ. Its design is to break down proteins and help to emulsify fats through the use of bile. When food enters the stomach, gastric acid is secreted from the stomach walls of a healthy stomach. And when that occurs, then you are in a situation where protein is beginning to be broken down into individual amino acids. Since protein is of first importance, it is essential that protein digestion and assimilation be effective. This can only occur when adequate hydrochloric acid or gastric acid is present from the stomach unfortunately as we grow older the stomach's ability to produce adequate gastric acid declines and this occurs for several reasons one consuming a diet of dead lifeless foods uh, improper food combining uh, and a variety of other ph issues which we will talk about later so the result of a deficient gastric acid. that, we very, very often um, are in a situation where um, we destroy further the body. quite opposite from the stomach is an alkaline organ and an alkaline environment, and its purpose is to break down, digest, and assimilate alkaline foods, which are all foods except proteins, so carbohydrates and sugars primarily. Herein lies the problem. Let's say that you have had a meal, and that meal consisted of a piece of protein, chicken, fish, steak, and you also had uh, some grains, rice, pasta, something of that nature, and all that food enters your stomach at the same time. sits in the stomach and waits its turn and if the digestion takes too long because of a lack of acid um, the carbohydrates begin to ferment at 100 degrees body temperature and they begin to form gases which then come out as belching, bloating, burping and so forth. And if the stomach cannot produce adequate gastric acid you begin to get regurgitation and that's in the form of heartburn and acid reflux which is an indication 99 times out of a hundred that you have inadequate stomach acid. The best way to solve that problem is with uh, betaine hydrochloride, a good multi-purpose will be helpful. But let's say you don't do that. Let's say you're like millions and millions of people and you take one of those chalky, uh, serpy pinky uh, antacids. Almost instantly, that stuff neutralizes every single drop of acid in your stomach. When this occurs, the pyloric valve at the bottom of the stomach is stimulated to open. And the contents of the stomach is now dumped into the small intestine because the body doesn't know what these antacids are. And as a result, it thinks that the protein digestion process has finished, when in fact it probably has not. Now we have all this food into the small intestine. And now the Alkalinity, or the alkaline environment of the small intestine, begins to digest the carbohydrates and sugars that you consumed. But it leaves the partially digested protein alone. And so this partially digested protein now ferments in the small intestine and produces gases. And so what happens is effectively when you use these and acids, you exchange upper intestinal gas for lower intestinal gas, which is often, in most circumstances, socially less uh, acceptable. Another way of dealing with this situation is through food combining, which is something that some people do, but most people find it to be too inconvenient. For example, if you're going to have a high protein meal, a steak, Uh, fish, chicken, uh, and a decent size amount. Do not combine it with carbohydrates or sugars. Vegetables is usually fine, unless they're root vegetables. But salad type vegetables are perfect. So a salad and a piece of protein is ideal. You will almost never have digestive problems uh, relative to that. Then, later on, after a couple of hours, or at your next meal, then you can have your carbohydrate meal, your pasta, your grains, your rice, um, and so on and so on. One of the advantages of this is to cut down on sugar consumption. Because if you uh, turn away from that dessert at the end of your dinner, which you should, uh, for your digestive uh, system's sake, then at that point, uh, and you wait three hours, you probably are going to be home or somewhere where you don't have any dessert and you'll save the calories, you'll save the sugar and you'll save uh, the effect on your blood sugar, which is probably all in all a very good thing. <clears throat> so let's say that it's everything's in a perfect world. You had adequate stomach acid uh, to break down the protein. The stomach acid stimulates enzyme production. Those enzymes then further break down the protein as well as the carbohydrates and sugars began to break down in the small intestine. Once that process has been completed the food moves then into the colon and eventually down into the lower colon and bowel for elimination. Now we come to a final discussion about basic digestion and then I want to talk to you about uh, this whole pH uh, situation which is horribly misunderstood. <clears throat> but once the food has now entered the colon, uh, it is essential that there be beneficial bacteria to finalize the digestive and breakdown process. So we know these as probiotics. But unfortunately, the standard American or industrialized diet is so deficient in these beneficial bacteria because. has difficulty taking place. And a a result of that is lower intestinal gastric cramping, bloating, uh, bowel disturbances, even so far as constipation and uh, even diarrhea. And those are symptoms of a lack of beneficial bacteria. So oftentimes people need to take a good multi-source probiotic. Uh, It oftentimes solves the situation uh, better than uh, any medication that you could take, which is almost always uh, temporary. So that's essentially how your digestive system is designed from beginning to end. It oftentimes needs the support of a good multi-purpose enzyme as well as a multi-sourced probiotic. And these will actually help your body not only to digest but to absorb the nutrients from foods and food supplements that you may take. These other quick fixes do not contribute significantly to the digestion and, especially, not to the absorption of these foods. Off this discussion with a uh, little talk about. pH. You hear a lot of people say uh, pH balancers, uh, and foods, and so on and so on. <clears throat> the fact of the matter is, fortunately for us humans, you cannot alkalize your body. It is your digestive system, and we often do that for a week to 10 days when we want to do a systemic detoxification of the organs of elimination, such as the liver, kidneys, bowel, bladder, and colon. But this situation is only temporary, and it only affects the digestive and elimination. It does not affect the body. People often talk about alkalizing the body. You cannot do that to do that creates a metabolic disorder called alkalosis and it is fatal in as short as 72 hours the body has dozens and dozens and dozens of mechanisms to maintain uh body ph neutrality and if you look at the ph scale it goes basically from 1 to 14 with 7 being neutral it's neither acidic nor alkaline anything below 7 is acidic anything above seven is alkaline and the body has tremendous abilities and is able to maintain that near seven point ph because if you as i said your body becomes your body becomes too acid it is acidosis and both situations when systemic uh, or throughout the body, are fatal in a very, very short period of time. So when you hear these people talk about alkalizing, drink alcohol and water, do this, do that, uh, keep two things in mind. Number one, uh, the body won't let you alkalize it, uh, excepting for your digestive system for a very, very brief period of time. And secondly, remember our discussion about protein foods. Proteins digest in an acid environment. If you are constantly alkalizing your digestive system through uh, foods, supplements, alkaline water, etc., you are then in a position where you're going to have malabsorption of the proteins that you consume, which means that it will result in protein deficiency, mineral deficiency, premature aging, uh, and the list goes on and on. Remember, Every cell of your body needs amino acids from the proteins you consume to repair, rebuild, and replace itself. If you are constantly in a state of digestive alkalinity, you will not effectively be able to absorb proteins and break them down into individual amino acids, which are necessary uh, for your uh, cellular maintenance within your body. And keeping in mind that balance is everything, um, let's talk about something called the acid alkaline tide since we're on pH. During the daylight hours, a healthy body will be slightly acidic because during the waking hours is when normal people, when our ancestors, when all this was uh, uh, developed through our DNA, our ancestors, And so the body's digestive system is slightly acidic during the daylight hours. As night falls and it gets darker, the body slowly moves toward a state of alkalinity because our ancestors did not consume foods in the middle of the night. And this state of alkalinity is designed for the body to detoxify. And all you have to do is remember acid equals absorption. Alkalinity equals dumping or detoxification. And so that is what we call the acid alkaline tide. So you are acidic for part of the 24-hour day and you are alkaline uh, for part of that 24-hour day if your digestive system is healthy. And we're talking again about the digestive system, not about the human body, which maintains a pH of almost sheer neutrality all the time however if you uh, have damaged your digestive system through dietary abuse and other issues and you're not producing adequate gastric acid you may be alkaline for far longer during the day than you are uh, acidic this end result is digestive disturbances that we're all too well aware of <clears throat> things such as uh, indigestion, bloating, belching, burping, uh, uh, acid reflux, etc. Uh, or lower intestinal gas through a lack of probiotic, uh, bloating, cramping, uh, constipation, alternating with diarrhea, etc. And all of these things depend on nature and nature's rhythm to be healthy and balanced. And it is us through our lifestyle and our diet that has greatly damaged the body's ability to maintain that homeostasis or balance that nature intended us to have. So the choice is simple. You can rely on the drugs, the antacids, uh, the uh, diarrhea, constipation medications, or you can set out to fix your digestive system uh, through the use of uh, good digestive multi-purpose enzymes and a broad-spectrum multi-sourced probiotic. This will give you an end result uh, that is far better than uh, what most of us do today. And the good news is if you do that long enough your digestive system can actually begin to repair itself to where you won't be dependent on these nutrients uh, to such an extent perhaps as you would in the beginning when you're trying to correct uh, imbalances that have probably gone on for years if not decades. Consider taking care of your digestive system. Remember, your life begins and ends with your body's ability to digest, break down, and absorb. Without it, We're in pretty much big trouble. This is Dr. Whiting.